0: Today, I want to talk about distinguishing impulses that come from creativity and impulses that come from a state of anxiety. I have what's called generalized anxiety disorder, which is sometimes referred to as high-functioning anxiety. That's an interesting term because it presupposes what high-functioning is but the idea is that you are incredibly productive and that on the outside surface level you can seem calm and collected but on the inside there could be a million different worries and thoughts going on simultaneously. My experience of a high anxiety state um, even when on medication can sometimes feel like this sort of alternate reality. It's a little bit surreal sometimes. You can feel dissociated from your body, like your mind is in one place and your body is in another. And sometimes this can make you suddenly have new thoughts, ideas, and observations. The idea from a physiological standpoint is that you're on high alert for danger, and so you're picking up every single noise. Maybe you're in the forest and you're looking for a potential predator. But in the here and now, in my studio, Sometimes I just start linking different thoughts in my head. What is confusing about this state is that it is quite similar to what the creative process can feel like, right? So when you're in kind of this creative flow, sometimes you're making associations between different images you've seen or stories you've heard and there's sort of this quick firing and that can be quite exhilarating and exciting. A big difference, of course, is that when you're in an anxious state, there's definitely, for me at least, a feeling of physical discomfort. And so part of what I've had to learn is to notice the physical signs and the fear that's actually percolating in my body. So when I'm writing and feeling anxious, it can become a really murky whirlpool very quickly. When I'm in this state, I try to think about the positive aspects of the high anxiety and the way that they might benefit me. So here are some examples. As I mentioned, I have spontaneous imagery that will just pop into my head, um, which sounds great, but uh, it's, it's not great when those images are disturbing or scary. Um, I will also have a lot of adrenaline. Again, great for staying up all night and writing. I will experience... laser focus and kind of obsessive fixation, so I will work on a certain idea over and over again until it feels right to me. I think sometimes the adrenaline can fuel a very vivid imagination, so that's one thing I've noticed too, that I tend to maybe think outside the box a little bit more when I'm in kind of a revved up state. Needless to say, this state is exhausting (laughs) and so there's always a crash for me at least on the other side of it. I used to think that I needed to be in this state to write music. And that was because this was really kind of a lot of my experience for a long time. So I didn't really know that there was another way to be um, until really diving into therapy and medication. The negative aspects that I've personally experienced of this kind of so-called high-functioning anxiety is a tendency towards perfectionism. While it's great to you know, be very detail oriented and focused on an idea, um, you know, sometimes I will catch myself spending way too much time on one thought. And really what the piece needs is for me to step back and leave it alone. Experiencing high anxiety also means there's sort of a constant feeling of pressure. Um, and that can manifest in different ways. It could be physical, you could have like a tightness in your chest you could get headaches, you could feel sort of a little nauseous or woozy, or it could be that you're actually noticing or thinking about external pressures such as, you know, my, when is my piece due? Is the piece going to be good enough? There's sort of a long list of things that you can um, put pressure on yourself for. When you feel really fearful, it can kind of suppress or override all of your other emotions. So in a way, you have limited access to the real diversity of your emotions when you're in a high anxious state, and that I think is not uh, beneficial for creativity. I mentioned in an early episode of Loose Leaf Notebook that I think that our ability to be creative uh, requires a sense of vulnerability, of play, and of feeling safe. And I think none of these states are accessible when you're in high-functioning anxiety mode. You can't relax. You can't daydream. You can't turn inward. And ultimately, what I realized over many years of thinking about this is that the real commonality between anxiety impulses and creative impulses is this idea of free association. When you're anxious, your brain is freely jumping from idea to idea to try to create a narrative to explain to you whether you are safe or not. And when you're creative, you're jumping from idea to idea and making connections just from a just for fun, just from a sense of play and from a space of wanting to explore. So that's what I try to remind myself, that the goal is to reach a state where I can be in free association, in free dialogue with my different ideas. And this can come just as easily from a place of deep rest and quiet and play and thought. I think about how sometimes my most creative ideas occur to me while I'm falling asleep or as I'm waking up. Um, And there is something about that in-between space of consciousness that can really be a fruitful place for creative ideas. I'd love to hear if anyone wants to share their own experience writing um, in different states of mind, Um, or if you have any questions, please feel free to leave a comment and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Loose Leaf Notebook. I'm Julia Adolph and the music you are hearing is my orchestral work, Dark Sand Sifting Light, performed by the New York Philharmonic with Alan Gilbert conducting. If you'd like to hear some more of my music, you can visit my website at juliaadolph.com or my YouTube channel, which also has video versions of all of these podcasts. Thanks again!